This podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Well, folks, ah, man, we had a pretty interesting case in Lidditz, Lidditz, Pennsylvania, pretty old town, and this was an old house, an old farmhouse, actually, and uh, we had reports of uh, noises, disembodied voices, uh, seeing shadow figures, all kinds of weird stuff that's been transpiring for the uh, owner who has lived there for quite some time. Uh, we did uh, some research on the case, and we did find that some people did pass away in the location, which is pretty interesting because we did capture some EVPs out of this place. We captured some disembodied voices, and we heard some weird noises, and you know, it was an interesting place, and which is really cool is we, we did some research. Nick actually did some research, and he, Nick is my researcher, and... Uh, Nick went back and found that there were some deaths in the house, and uh, the owner, the current owner, her, her husband actually passed away in the home as well. And uh, Nick had researched that the uh, the former owner was a, was a farmer in Lidditz, and he passed away in the home as well. And we did capture some stuff, which was pretty cool. You know, it seems here lately, you know, some of these cases we've been doing, you know, it's we've been catching a lot of really cool disembodied voices. Like we've been hearing them out loud, recording them, and it's not really normal. It's really not normal. And and to get that many disembodied voices, you know, what we've been getting lately, like I said, a lot of times you'll be in a location and, and you can hear a pin drop that's so quiet. And, you know, here anymore, it's just been totally unbelievable like we've experienced a lot of things we haven't seen a lot of things but like i said you hear these things more than you see them and uh this case was just another one of those cases we're experiencing high levels of uh activity with with the uh, voice phenomena which was pretty cool and we captured a cold spot on thermal imaging which i've never done before i've Use thermal imaging over the years. Never ever captured anything on thermal imaging, and we captured a cold spot. Very very cool. Uh, we were in one of the bedrooms, and Todd had sat down on the floor. He's just sitting on the carpet, and you know we're just doing a regular EVP session. You know we're we're you know we got Tom going around the room with the. EMF detector checking for high EMF levels, which really wasn't too bad in the house. And just asking standard questions to what's going, you know, is there anybody here? Anybody like to communicate? And Todd thought he had seen something low to the ground kind of past the doorway. And I was standing by the doorway, but my back was kind of to the doorway. I was standing off to the left next to the bed. And Todd seen something, and, and right after that, he kind of started 
saying his legs were feeling cold. He's like, man, my legs are like feeling really, really cold, like a big difference in, in temperature. And uh, so I said, well, I got the thermal imagery. Let me, let me crack the thermal, thermal imagery over there when you boom. And I, I scanned it over there on him. And sure enough, man, there's this black mass that's covering the lower part of his legs. And you can see his body temperature. You can see his feet. His feet are hot. And there's this black mass draped across his legs. Really, really cool. I've never really ever experienced a real cold spot like that. And uh, it was a big temperature difference. He was 98 degrees. And on the picture, you can see I skin. I put the crosshairs on the uh, on the black cold spot, and it's black. It's not like it's a blue. I mean, this it's black as cold. And it was 64 degrees. Now, from 98 to 64 degrees, that's a huge temperature drop. And the house was really warm. I mean, it was probably 75 degrees in that house. It was pretty warm. Uh, and, and to get that that hit on that thermal imagery, I was pretty excited because I've never had that happen before, ever. And to have that happen was super cool. It definitely was some kind of paranormal phenomenon because we weren't experienced. He wasn't experiencing anything like that. I wasn't experiencing anything like that, but we captured it. And then we were hearing some disembodied voices in the same room. We were hearing them. Uh, at one point, as soon as we stepped into the room, I captured a voice, an EVP. I didn't hear it out loud, but my recorder captured it. And uh, I can't believe I didn't hear it because it was so clear on the recorder. It was this female said, hey, you found me. He's like, hey, you found me. And I did not hear it at all. And I'm really good at picking up these kind of things when we're doing investigations. And I'm I'm always plugged in the whole night. I'm plugged into the recorder. They like to call it live EVP now. I've called it plugging in for 20 plus years. I've always plugged into the recorder. Because I have a hearing issue, so I always plugged into the recorder. I was doing it way before the TV people were doing it. Uh, and I'm not tooting my horn to it, but I did it way before the TV people were doing it. Because one, I had seen it way back in the day with Ed Warren. Ed Warren had a set of headphones, and he had the he had the big microphone, and he would walk around. I was like, that's a pretty good idea. And I started plugging into the digital voice recorder because I'm... I have a huge hearing loss in my left ear, but it increases all the the uh, hearing in my right ear, which is great because now when I'm in investigations, I hear things that other people don't hear because of that increased hearing in my right ear because my left ear is almost, I can't hear anything out of it due to an operation I received when I was a kid. Uh, I had a really bad uh, infection in my ear and it almost, uh, you know, it was really bad and they had to reconstruct my ear and it totally destroyed the hearing in my ear i can't really hear i mean it sounds like charlie brown's teacher like wah, 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 in my ear like all the time i can't really hear anything out of it but it really increased the hearing in my right ear to make everything seem normal to me like i can't really tell that i have a hearing that bad of a hearing loss in my left ear because my right ear has increased and that helps me during the investigations because now when I'm listening to EVPs, it's isolated to one ear. And I'm telling you, I hear 
a lot of things and investigations when I'm plugged in or live EVP. That's what they call it now. But I always call it a plug in. Well, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that voice and I couldn't believe I didn't hear it, but I did capture it when I went into the room. And I'm going to play that later. You're going to hear it. it. It's pretty, I mean, you hear it. It's right in the beginning. As soon as the recorder, I mean, you, I walk in the room and it's just like, you hear it. It's like, hey, you found me. You found me. You know, or something like this to that, to that nature. And uh, we were just getting a lot of t intelligent responses throughout the night. And uh, it was really, really cool. You know, at one point I'm asking, can you close the door? And we got a response, an intelligent response. It said no. Uh, you know, we're like, can you do this? Can you do that? You want us to get out? If you want us to get out, say get out. And you're get out. You know, it's like it didn't want us in certain parts of the house. Now, nothing bad happened to us, but it was there was this intelligence there. At one point, I said, I can't find that clip. I have to dig it up. but. I did have an, uh, I heard a disembodied voice as I was talking with Don and Tom. We had people in the house and, and on the floor below and they were kind of making noise. So I was like, you know, we're going to have to split the group up and, you know, isolate the team outside because they were making a little too much noise and it was contaminating our evidence. So I was like, you know, no, we can't do that. We got to, you got, I said, how many people are with us total? And I heard a, a voice say two. And I was like, whoa. Did one of you guys say two? And they're like, no. I said, did you hear that voice, that man's voice say two? And they're like, no. I was like, dude, I just heard a disembodied voice. It was definitely a man's voice that said two. Uh, and it wasn't, it didn't sound like any of us. And I was like, none of you guys, you, I'm always making sure none of you guys said anything, right? And they're like, no, we didn't say anything. And nobody definitely said two. Now they didn't hear it, but I heard it. I was plugged into the recorder. I heard it. Now, folks, if you're out there and you want to do paranormal investigations, you know, there are dangers to this stuff. There, is, there are things that can happen paranormal-wise. Can these things hurt you? Absolutely. Uh, don't think that they can't. You know, I, I made that mistake early on in, in my career doing this. I always thought that these things, they couldn't hurt you. But I was definitely mistaken. They can hurt you. So you definitely want to be careful. But if you do get into this stuff, just be careful and, and be mindful and uh, try not to provoke. You know what I mean? Like provoking can get you hurt. These things could take a, and I'm saying these things because I really don't know what they are. Are they spirits? Possible. Are they something from another dimension? Possible. I, you know, we really don't know what they are. Uh, I definitely want to think that there is some kind of subconscious mind that, that like I said, that lives on. That's my personal belief. I don't have any really proof to to prove it yet. I mean, we're capturing these disembodied voices, but what the hell are these disembodied voices? Are they are they our subconscious mind making these things happen? Are they really a ghost, the spirit of someone who lived on and are able to vocalize and, and make these voices? I really don't know. I really don't know. I, like I said, I, I talked to Dr. Barry Taff extensively on a lot of this stuff, and it, it, he doesn't seem to think that there are ghosts. It's all part of our our subconscious mind, and you know, these there's just these certain people that can throw off this activity and create this phenomena, which we call 
EVPs, disembodied voices. He's not excluding the fact that there could be some kind of subconscious that lives on after you die. He's not excluding that, but he's saying that most likely from the evidence that he's had over the years and all his 50-plus years of paranormal investigating that these things are created by us. They're not so much, they're supernatural, but they're created by us and not so much by a ghost or a demon or, you know, such and such. They're created by an individual in the power of their brain, the brain and certain certain things that are going on with the with the earth itself magnetic fields electric magnetic fields and geomet geomagnetic things that are going on with the earth and it's this person gets into this location and it's creating this this spurt of energy which is creating paranormal phenomena which is, it's pretty interesting that he says that because in a lot of cases i, I like i said i have noticed over the years that it is involved with an individual and not so much a location now the lady that lived in this house i'm not going to mention her name being discreet about it i'm not going to mention you know where she lived or anything like that but she you know has experienced paranormal phenomena and her husband did pass away in the house and she thought that her husband was still there she still felt like her husband was still there now, is she projecting the phenomena to happen? Possibly, but she wasn't there with us to project it. But Dr. Taff, in the same sense, said that you know, people could be hundreds of miles away and still project the phenomena at a particular location, which is pretty amazing. Now, was she projecting that information from where she was at? I don't know. I really, you know, you really have to do a lot, a lot of research in this, and it's going to take a lot of time to figure this stuff out. That's the that's the key is time. We don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> we, we're, you know, I've been doing this for twenty plus years, and I still don't have an answer to anything. I mean, a lot of stuff that Doctor Taff has told me over the years makes sense, but is it really valid? It's all a theory and a, and a hypothesis of what's really going on with this super with these supernatural events. But it's 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 really been amazing amazing stuff that I've experienced over the years, and I still can't explain it. I mean, I love how other paranormal teams try to give an explanation to what's really going on, but they really have no explanation of what's going on, and that's what I'm trying to bring to this podcast is that. Yes, we're experiencing this phenomena. We're recording the phenomena. But in all honesty, we really have no idea what the hell is going on. We cannot produce, we cannot figure out how this phenomena is produced. Uh, what, what makes it happen? What, you know, what is the circumstances to make this thing happen when we want it to happen? We have no idea. It just happens when it happens. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's moon phases, it's this, it's that. It's bullcrap. We don't know. We have no idea. And that's the fascinating part about this stuff that is, it's so incredible that you hear a voice just 
happen out of thin air and there's no no rhyme or reason for it it just happens or something moves a door opens uh you're hearing footsteps there's no one there and you're hearing footsteps it's it's amazing there's not a physical body there but you actually hear footsteps and you can feel it a lot of people say oh that's residual or this I, I really can't say it's residual or not. I mean, you're actually feeling, I've felt it in the floor where there was someone walking on the floor. I couldn't see him physically, but I could feel the the pressure and the weight of whatever was walking on the floor. And I could hear it. I could feel it. And I can't explain it. I can't explain it. That's the part that keeps me doing this is that, is what in the hell? Is creating this phenomenon. Why can't we see it on a on a larger scale of you know, why can't we figure out something that we could use to see these things? Maybe they're on an, uh, another dimension. You know, scientists have figured out that there are other dimensions. You know, there's more than two or three dimensions. There are other dimensions. I think up to like ten, but you know, we only see on on a three dimensional. You know, so there are other dimensions. We just can't see them, which if there's a way we can figure out how to get a pair of goggles you can put on and see other dimensions, that would be incredible. And you know what? I think eventually there is going to be some superhuman person that has this super capability of thinking that's going to create this kind of stuff. It's just not now. The technology is not here right now for us. Now, I did see something that was pretty interesting. Uh, I think Steve Shippey did it on his uh, Saginaw things. He had a place out of Florida that was doing uh, this video where they were breaking down the video and they were able to see these ghostly images in the video. Um, I went back into research and tried to find that who was doing that, but I can't find them. I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna try to reach out to Steve Shippey. Maybe he'll he'll talk to me. I sent him a couple of messages before and never got a response, but I'm gonna try to reach out to him and uh see what I can't remember what the, maybe I can go back into one of his shows and see what the name of the company is. But they were basically breaking down a video and they were seeing these images and almost almost like you know, now if you ever seen one of these ghosts in, in full form, like I have these shadow figures they move really fast like really fast like you'll see it one minute whew, it zips across the room in like a second it's out you don't see it anymore and i've never had any that were like one time i had one that kind of scared all the hell out of me it came at me really quick and i bailed like i, I you know i don't really ever probably kind of run an investigation maybe only twice in my investigations but um this one, it scared the hell out of me. I got the hell out of there. I almost ran over like two of the investigators to get out of the room, and uh, they they followed suit and got out of there with me. But we had actually seen uh, these eyes, these glowing eyes. Uh, they were yellow. Uh, we were in a train station in Petersburg, Virginia, and old. And actually, they filmed the movie there, uh, Lincoln, with uh, I forgot the name of that actor. Uh, he played in like Gangs of New York and stuff like that. I can't remember his name offhand, but uh, he played he played Lincoln. But they filmed Lincoln in this train station in Petersburg, Virginia. Old, 
old train station that dates back pre-Civil War. Super cool place, but super haunted. Uh, now, we, we had walked into this one part of this room, and a tornado had damaged part of this train station and ripped it off. And we walked into this room, and two of the investigators seen these yellow eyes, and I happened to glance over, and I caught maybe, like, the ass end of it. You know, I was like, what the hell was that? And it kind of, like, just disappeared. I'm like, ah, man, maybe it's an animal. You know, you always want to give yourself... We're always trying to think of a logical explanation of what the hell is really going on when something paranormal happens. So, you know, I'm trying to figure, man, maybe it's an animal climbed up the pole. It's an old, you know, it's an old wooden column, big round wooden column. Maybe it was a possum. I don't, you know, I don't know. So I walk around the column. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't see much. I don't see anything. I don't see any claw marks. I don't see any, any animals or anything. I'm just like, that was weird, and both the investigators were kind of freaked out about it. They're like, dude, they were glowing yellow eyes, and they just disappeared, sort of like Predator. You know what I mean? The movie Predator, if you've ever seen Predator, when the eyes kind of lit up and then they disappeared. That's kind of what they saw, and that's kind of what I seen toward the ass end of it, and they were definitely yellow. And, you know, I walked around the pool, I inspected it, nothing there. And I heard this pop, like a static, kind of like, like a pop like that, you know? And I'm like, what the hell was that? And I looked over toward this brick wall that it used to be a doorway, but it was bricked off because the tornado had damaged that part of the train station. And I see this smoke kind of like, it looked like it was emanating through the brick. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm not really saying it out loud. I'm just looking at it and I'm like, the hell is that and all of a sudden it just whoosh, it's through the wall and it's looks like a figure it's like a form and it just it rushes at me and i'm telling you what folks you ever want to see a fat guy run fat guy was running dude i got out of there i didn't you know you know a lot of people say oh i ran out of oh, bullshit you know you're talking out of your ass when you're talking about you're going to run at something you don't have no idea what these things are capable of doing. And I'm surely not going to run as something that I that's supernatural. I have no idea what capabilities it has that it can do to me, that it can inflict on me. And I'm definitely not going to try to find out. I beat it out the other way, almost ran over two investigators. They followed suit and bailed out of the room with me. And I jetted out the front door of that place. I was outside. and. uh they're looking at me. They're like, what the hell? I was like, did you see what I seen? And they're like, what? I'm like, you didn't see that that shadow figure looking thing? They're like, no. I'm like, man, all I know is that thing was coming at me really fast. And uh, I wasn't sticking around to find out what the hell it was going to do to me. That's for damn sure. So I bailed out. But, already, you know, this homeowner in Lidditz was seeing shadow figures as well out on the porch outside. The attic and these, you know, and you know, all her accounts of what she was saying. But now we didn't see any shadow figures at this location, but everything she said, where they were experiencing paranormal phenomena, we experienced phenomena in those locations, which was awesome. You know, we did hear EVPs and stuff like that, and disembodied voices, and we were hearing noises. Strange noises that were being, you know, on the recorder. We had static. I had static recorders throughout 
the whole location. That's what I do. I set recorders in almost every room in the in the uh, in the in the location, along with cameras to back this evidence up. You know, I might catch something on video. Now, the cameras I have has audio, but it's not as good as a digital voice recorder's audio. So when I set the camera, I set the, the recorder as well, and I set the date, I set the time, I set the location of that recorder, and I cross-check all these while I'm doing my, re, my evidence review. So if I hear a voice upstairs, disembodied voice, I'm checking all the other recorders as well on that time. I write the time down, I timestamp that, and then I go back into the recorders and I check those recorders to make sure that that's not another investigator. And I don't know if other investigators do that, but that's what I do just to make sure that I'm not giving somebody some false evidence that, hey, you know, I, I called a disembodied voice. And I've had it happen where I was upstairs and one of my investigators had went downstairs and I didn't know. And he had said something, and I thought it was a voice. That was way back when I first started, and I said it was an EVP, and it really wasn't an EVP. It wasn't an EVP until I went back, and I started checking, cross-checking recorders, and I found out that it was this investigator. I was like, see, I almost messed up and said it was an EVP, and it really wasn't. It was this investigator, and that's why I split people up as well. I have a group in and a group out. If it's cold out, you go sit in your car. Most of the time I have a trailer, and they sit in the trailer. But you got to split. You have to contaminate. You have to uh, break down your noise contamination when it comes to investigating. You have to control the environment. You have to figure out, is this, a real, is this really an EVP? Is this a disembodied voice, or is this something outside? You have to check the whole location. You may put a camera outside. You have to make sure. In this case, we were pretty certain there wasn't no one outside. It was a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. So we're definitely sure there was no uh, people running around outside. That's for damn sure. And we were hearing these voices in the room with us. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, but like I said, if you want to get into paranormal investigations, you really got to cover all aspects of what's going on in, in the investigation. You got to make sure your investigators are where they're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be and cover as much area as possible because you never know you could be on another floor something could be happening below you on another floor something could be moving in the kitchen you could capture disembodied voices on another floor which i have done that plenty of times you'll hear me talking upstairs and a lot of times sometimes uh, something will respond on the recorder downstairs you know is there anybody here and you might hear a voice downstairs say get out you know what i mean that that's the kind of it's why you have to cover all areas when you're doing investigations i like to you know help people you know with investigations because like i said i've made a lot of mistakes along the way a lot of the years and uh i'm no stranger to making mistakes and we're human we make mistakes uh you know a lot of people you know want to think that they're the best paranormal research team in the world and this and that and you know we're, we're not the best but we we try to cover all areas of what's going on we try to hit every spot in the house cover it with a camera a recorder if something happens we're going to get it now like i said a lot of times you don't get much on video when you do it's an amazing event you know if you capture something on video a, a full-bodied apparition or 
shattered person, light anomalies. These stuff, this stuff is uh, a really cool supernatural event. And when you capture it on video, it's pretty awesome. Of course, you're always going to have people say that, uh, you know, you faked it or. Look, people, most paranormal groups out here, if, if, if a real research team is not going to fake something, okay, they're not looking to fake anything. If you are, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong business. You know what I mean? This is not what you should be doing. If you're out there just trying to make video to make yourself famous, you're in it for all the wrong reasons. That's for damn sure. Now, I've been on TV. I know I'm not going to be famous. That's for damn sure. I was asked to be on TV. I went on TV. Okay. No big deal. I went on TV to, to basically let people know these things are real. And people that follow me, I want them to know this stuff is real. This phenomena is real. You know, I'm not just doing this out of, out of like, just because I want to do it. I'm, I'm doing it because it's it's fascinating, and it's it's and a lot of people do need help. And we help people all the time. Now, can you get rid of these things? I'm going to say no. They never really stop. The phenomena never really stops. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, it, a lot of times, it doesn't. Most of the time, people move, and the phenomena follows with them, and it's just, it's it's just it's unexplainable. Wow, it's already been thirty minutes already. I've been yapping away in uh, thirty minutes already. So I'm gonna play a uh, uh, one of my sponsors is gonna be Ghost Gear, and I'm gonna play their uh, little ad that they got they got here for us. And uh, you should check them out. You go to Ghost Gear and check them out. They got some really cool stuff. They're inventing a lot of new Ghost Gear for us for paranormal investigations and. Uh, they're really affordable, man. You guys should check them out. Here's their ad. Check them out. Are you looking for new and unique devices for your next investigation? Check out those gear. Your son doesn't have to break the bank. You don't need expensive equipment when Ghost Gear offers affordable and dependable devices that will help create a connection with spirits so you can take your paranormal investigation efforts further than ever before. Ghost hunting just got better with the ultrasonic motion detector. It's a must-have for your next ghost hunt. Just point it at the area you wish to detect motion in. The LED display will show how far away the object is. The green light means the object is moving away from the motion detector. The red light means the object is moving closer to the motion detector. There is also... An audible alarm that indicates if the object is moving closer or moving away from the device. Ghost Gear helps you build a connection with spirits and confidently investigate potential hauntings knowing your equipment won't let you down. Visit GhostGearTech.com for your next paranormal investigation. That was ghostgear.com. Check them out, man. Check them out. They are going to be coming on the Paranormal Journal very, very soon. I believe May 27th, they're going to be coming on the show. I'm talking about all their cool ghost gear they've invented, and uh, I can't wait to have them on. It's going to be awesome. 
Well, back to the Lidditz case. And uh, you know, I'm going to play some EVPs for you guys and let you hear some of the stuff that we caught. And uh, this first, this first uh, EVP, uh, we caught this in one of the back bedrooms. And this is where the owner said they had a lot of paranormal experiences over the years. Their, her children had had a lot of paranormal experiences in these rooms. And this is the older part of the house. And I'll tell you what, we definitely experienced a lot of things back there. So this is the first EVP I'm going to play. This one says, get out. So listen real close. Put your headphones on and listen up. I'm going to turn up the volume so you can hear it. If he wants to leave, tell us to get out. If he wants to leave, tell us to get out. Yeah, that definitely said get out. You hear it right there, right after I said it, you're like, get out. That is super cool. Definitely, definitely responding to my question. That there's and that sounds like a female voice to me. It doesn't sound like a male voice. That sounds like a female voice. And the homeowner said that they did experience a female in those rooms, in those back rooms up there. And there's a female voice. And this was all stories from her children her children had had you know told her and her husband these stories that they were experiencing this stuff and seeing a woman and hearing a woman and there's a voice saying get out and it's a female now there was a female with us but it definitely wasn't her so i'm going to play another clip this is another one saying get out in the same room so check it out i think it's downstairs i think so See, and I heard that. I heard the voice over. We were kind of moving around a little bit, and I heard that. Get out! And I'll play it again. I think it's downstairs. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I definitely heard it. And I hear it in the recording too. Definitely make sure you put your headphones on when you're listening to the EVPs. That way it isolates the uh, voices for you. But some of these voices are coming through on a really, really low hertz level. And I'm pumping them up on here so you can hear them. But uh, yeah, some of them are coming through really, really low. I mean, really low. So, okay. So, same place. Back bedroom. Older part of the house. We capture a voice saying, it's saying something like choking. Like, I'm choking. Or something like that. Like choking or something. So, we'll play that clip for you. Did you hear it all out? Yeah. Did you hear it all out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It definitely says choking. It's, it's kind of like broke up. I'll play it again one more time, but it's like choking. 
I'll play that one more time for you. Did you hear it all out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely super cool. That's definitely an EVP. Uh, it's definitely saying choking. It sounds like it says choking. Yep. And there was no one in the house but us. That's for sure. We didn't hear it. I heard, you know, what's weird was I heard a noise prior to that. That's when he says, did you hear it out loud? And I was like, yeah, I heard a noise. I heard like a, a breathy kind of voice. And I'll play that on here all as well. We, I captured, as, uh, I mean, a ton of stuff out of this house. EVP wise, which I I was really shocked. So this one, another EVP, back bedroom. This one says no. What about this door next to me? Can you shut it? Don't know that one. Did you hear a voice? I heard a pop. I'm just saying like something said no. Like a, like a, like a raspy, like, no, like that. Hmm. I definitely heard something. Hmm. Did you guys hear that? What's that? Did you guys hear that noise? Or that voice? Well, I heard a noise from the other room, I thought, but I didn't hear a voice. Yeah, and you can tell I heard the voice because I was plugged in, but they didn't. And uh, I definitely heard a, a, a raspy male's voice go, you know, say, I'll play that clip again one more time. What about this door next to me? Can you shut it? Don't know that one. Did you hear a voice? I heard a pop. I'm just saying like something said no. Okay, thanks for Like a like a like a raspy like no. Like that. Hmm. I definitely heard something. Hmm. Did you guys hear that? What's that? Did you guys hear that noise? Or that voice? Well, I heard a noise from the other room, I thought, but I didn't hear a voice. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely heard that. Uh, that was a male voice, too. That wasn't a female voice. And they said they were hearing a male voice in the house as well. And there it is. There's a male voice. So... Everything that they're saying is collaborating. Their story is collaborating with what we're catching EVP-wise, which is cool. I mean, that's very cool because we are collaborating their story of, hey, they're hearing disembodied voices. Boom. We're catching them. They see a woman. We're catching a woman's voice. They see a man. We're catching a man's voice. Very cool. So next clip. This is the clip I was telling you about when I walked in the bedroom where we caught the cold spot. I heard, you know, I didn't hear a female's voice say, like I said, hey, you, hey, you found me. But I did capture it on a recorder, and it's right in the beginning of the clip. You're going to hear a female voice go, hey, you found me. And uh, it's a really, really cool clip. All right, so here it goes. Yeah, definitely says like, hey, you found me. Like, 
don't know if it says me at the end, but it says, hey, you found something. It's another whispery voice. Almost like it says me almost, but that's that's basically what I was getting out of it. That's probably why I didn't hear it, because it was really low. That was really amplified a lot. But uh, I definitely, definitely heard it. So here's another one. This has like uh, two responses. So I will uh, let you guys hear this one. This was another one in that back bedroom. Those, those freaking back bedrooms were active, man. So here it goes. How many years did you live in this house? It's not your response. It did. No one swallowed or did anything right. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It almost sounds like it says ten, to be honest. Almost sounds like it says ten. Um I'll play that clip again. Sorry about the foul language there, but uh <laughs> you know, when this happens you just as a construction worker by trade, you know, I, I can't believe the whole the whole show that I go through and really not drop any F-bombs, but I try to keep it clean, but as a construction worker, I'm always dropping the F-bombs. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that definitely sounds like a response. It sounds like 10 almost to me, so or something around there, but you, you see if you can make it up. Play that clip again. How many years did you live in this house? It's not your response. It did. No one swallowed or did anything right. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good clip. That was definitely a disembodied voice. I heard it. Don heard it. Everybody in the room heard it. And uh, I'm glad everybody else heard it, not just me, because I, just most of the time that's what happens. You know, I hear... I'll hear a voice and no one else will hear it. I'm like, did you hear that? No, I didn't hear it. But Don was actually, Don actually bought himself a really nice uh, recorder. And he was actually hearing a lot of the things that I was hearing, which was really cool. He was backing me up. I said, like, dude, did you hear that? He's like, yeah, dude, I heard it. Because he basically bought the same kind of recorders that I have. And he's now he's hearing them too. So that's, that's really cool that he's able to hear this stuff too. I'm, I'm loving it. So here's another one. This is a, uh, a voice that we heard in the, one of the daughters, the uh, daughter's old bedroom, and uh, I'll let you hear this one. That's a pretty cool clip too, I believe. Was a knock. Is that you banging? Was that a voice? Was you? Did you hear that? I heard that. Was that you? I don't know. No. What the fuck was that? What the fuck, man? Hold on, let me sit down for a second. Definitely hearing shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you can't really make out what it's saying. It, it's almost like it's trying to talk, like it's like, like, almost like, going, and like trying to say something, like it was not enough power to do it. I'll play it again so you can hear, you'll hear like, Almost like trying, like like vocalizations trying to happen, but they don't. But me and Don both hear it. I kind of amped it up a lot to show you could try to hear it, but you know we heard it better in person. But uh, I'll play that again. 
Is that you banging? Was that a voice of you? Did you hear that? I heard that. Was that you? I don't even. No? What the fuck was that? What the fuck, man? Hold on, let me sit down for a second. Definitely hearing shit. Yeah, yeah, Don, what's cool is Don heard it too, like, we were hearing, like, these vocalizations, like, it was not, like, strong enough to get out a, a solid vocal voice, you know what I mean, like, a, a nice voice, but it was, there were these, like, vocalizations that were trying to be made, but maybe not, like, it had enough power to do it, not, not enough energy or whatever, or sound waves or whatever to do it, but we were definitely hearing it. Uh... This is another voice. This is a voice we had a static recorder in the kitchen. We were down in the kitchen and captured to get out by a female voice. You really got to listen to it because it's kind of mixed in with us talking, but it's definitely saying get out. When you guys were up there, did you move the beach ball at all? Yeah, right in the beginning there, you hear like, get out. When you guys were up there, did you move the beach ball at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like whispery. I'll play one more time. Say, yeah. When you guys were up there, did you move the beach ball at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely in the beginning there. We definitely heard it. Well, I didn't hear it. We didn't hear it at the time. It's just kind of mixing with us talking. And that happens a lot. Uh, a lot of people say it's like some kind of like voice paradelia or something, but. Now, that's a vocalization. I don't care what anybody says. That's definitely a vocalization. Uh, they're definitely using this these sound waves of us moving. I mean, they can use these re reverberal noises to speak, and they do. They're using a sound wave to speak. That's, I mean, something that doesn't have a, a voice box anymore has to use something to make a vocalization. There has to be some kind of a sound wave to make a vocalization. And if there's no movement, no sounds, kind of hard to make a vocalization when there's no sound movements you know what i mean and you don't have a body anymore you don't have if this is a ghost we have a vocal box we you know we produce sound waves if you if you're a ghost and you don't have a body anymore how are you going to produce sound waves you know what i mean you're not you're gonna you're gonna have to use it you have to use noises to produce them and i think that's what it is a lot of people will say otherwise but that's just my theory Again, that's my theory. You know, someone else may say something else, but that's just my belief of over all the years. That's just what I believe. So here's another one we caught. We heard it. We, I think we all heard this. Uh, I think it was a breath, I think we heard. But uh, this was up in those back bedrooms again. They were really active. We go back there. We're definitely going to be really focal, focal in those areas. So check this out. Do you need help? Someone yelling. Did someone make that breath? No, I don't think it was me. You didn't yell? Did you hear that breath? I did. I did hear that. That wasn't you? No. You didn't yawn? No. Okay. I was just standing here. That was a breath. That was definitely a breath. It went, right? I heard that. We heard you. That wasn't none of you guys for sure. No. That was also you. Yes, it was, because we got it. That was loud. Yeah. Yeah, that was really awesome. Yeah, it was like a really loud breath. It was like, 
Or I was like, somebody do that? That was super cool. I'm going to play that clip again for you guys because that, that's definitely really, that's probably one of the best ones we heard all night. Do you need help? Someone yawning. Was someone make that breath? No, I don't think it was me. You didn't yawn? Did you hear that breath? I did. I did hear that. That wasn't you? No. You didn't yawn? No. Okay. I was just standing here. That was a breath. That was was definitely a breath. It went, right? I heard that. We heard you. That wasn't meant none of you guys for sure. No. That was awesome of you. Yes, it was, because we got it. That was loud. Yeah. I'm going to play it one more time because that was a really good clip. Do you need help? Someone yawning. Was someone make that breath? No, I don't think it was me. You didn't yawn? Did you hear that breath? I did. I did hear that. That wasn't you? No. You didn't yawn? No. Okay. I was just standing here. That was a breath. That was was definitely a breath. It went, right? I heard that. We heard you. That wasn't none of you guys for sure. No. That was awesome of you. Yes, it was, because we got it. That was loud. Yeah. Yeah, super, super cool, man. I, I love when that happens because everybody heard it. There was no mistaking. It was a disembodied breath. I mean, it was like an exhale. Like, that, and I've had that happen more than one occasion uh, in, in, in locations where we, and I've heard them really loud and like rooms over and heard it. And just like, whoa, dude. People are like, yeah, we heard that. We heard that. It was so awesome. So I got one more EVP I'm going to play. I got a bunch, but uh, time's getting a little low. We're getting late. And uh, this one is in the back room again. Another voice response. Check it out. Can you hear us? Yeah, that says I can. That definitely says I can. That's a female voice. Direct response to my question. And that's telling me there is some kind of intelligence. There is some kind of intelligence, folks. I mean, I asked, can you hear me? I can. Check it out. One more time. I'm going to play it a couple times. Can you hear us? So awesome, man. So awesome. I can. One more time, one more time. Can you hear us? Oh man, such a such a good clip. I love it. I love it. It's you can't beat that. You really can't. You get you know, you start getting into cases and you're hearing disembodied voices, direct responses. Ah man, it's great. It's so awesome. That's why we keep doing this, folks. This is why we keep doing it. It's, it becomes more than a hobby. You know, it definitely becomes more than a hobby. You get out here and you're you're doing this stuff and you're just like, man, I cannot believe this stuff is happening. You know what I mean? You're just, you're kind of blown away with it. You're like, I can't believe it's happening. But it does. It happens. We're hearing disembodied voices, stuff intelligently responding to our questions, uh, bangs, and we're going to revisit this case on another episode as well. 
we will be revisiting this case. So definitely look out for it in the future. Um, future guests coming up, I'm going to have uh, an archbishop from the uh, Catholic Church, from the Order of the Exorcist. He's going to be coming up real soon. I'm going to be interviewing him in June, and we're going to have Barry Conrad. He's going to be coming on from the San Pedro haunting. I've always wanted to talk to this guy for years and years and years. And I finally got him. He is going to be coming on the show and talking about the San Pedro haunting. This haunting had a lot to do with him. This was his case. Him and Dr. Taft uh, collaborated on this case together. But a lot of the poltergeist activity was focused around him and the client, uh, which was Jackie Hernandez. Dude, just definitely don't want to miss this. I'm going to be interviewing Barry Conrad this week pre-recording this show i'm hoping we can stretch it for more than an hour because i'm sure he has a ton of stuff to talk about this is going to be all totally awesome i cannot wait ah oh, i'm pumped man and i'm gonna have another i'm gonna have a a, a, a writer on uh, that writes scary novels and stuff like that her name's anna manello uh she's gonna be coming on talking about the books that she's wrote Having Bill Bean on, I, I've interviewed Bill Bean before, and uh, he's going to be coming back on the show. We're going to do a multi-series part with Bill Bean. He is a exorcist. He's helped me out in a bunch of cases in the past, and I'll tell you what, the guy is awesome. He is the spiritual warrior. Go check him out. Go to BillBean.com. Check out his website. He has a ministry. I mean, this guy actually, uh, you know wasn't always this you know this religious character in his life that he is now the religious person he is now he you know he went through a lot of things he actually lived in a a haunted home that was had demonic activity in it uh tortured his family for years they lived in this house and uh, i mean he just had so much bad stuff happen to him and it's like his family was cursed by the stuff and uh, Bill, that's what actually got Bill in, into uh, the ministry. And, you know, it's it's an amazing, amazing story and journey that he's been through. And he's he's an incredible, awesome guy. And he will help you if you need his help. He will come to your location and do a deliverance in your home. He's helped me on, on several occasions. And uh, he's actually been on the, the Ghost Nation with me as well. And uh, he did a blessing in the house that uh, we did up in Newcastle on Ghost Nation. Uh, I needed his help. It was it was awesome. And Bill did come in and, and bless the home. And uh, he did experience high levels of uh, negative activity in the home when he was there. I talked to him exclusively about it. And he was he said, yeah, there was definitely something there, John. He was no doubt about it. He said, I could feel it following me around the house as I went from room to room. Like, it didn't want me there, and it didn't want to leave. And, you know, after he did the deliverance, a, a lot of activity decreased, but it didn't stop. It's still going on, folks. And this investigation is still going on. It's been six years for me with this case, and a lot of weird things and you know the passing of their one of their daughters and uh it's 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 been a ride for me and uh like i said we're going to be writing a book about it actually uh it's coming up i'm actually working with a writer now and we're going to be uh 
writing a book about this case and uh, it's going to be interesting hopefully maybe one day it'll make it into a movie because i think it's a story that needs to be told not only by me but by other people that can look at it in a different way that i have and uh it's it's going to be i think it's a deserve i think it this story needs to be told and i think the young lady that passed away lydia i think she would enjoy the fact that we're talking about her and the experiences that she had in her life she's no longer here with us but uh i know if she's looking down on us that she's gonna understand what's going on and and be excited about this stories about her and her family and this crazy phenomena that's going on in the house that they live in so definitely stay tuned for all that this is gonna this stuff is gonna happen i mean we're getting a lot of good things are happening and i'm I'm very happy well folks i'm gonna wrap it up tonight uh thank you for tuning in definitely keep tuning in to the paranormal journal i'm gonna have lots and lots of good cool guests and it's not only gonna be ufo i mean uh paranormal stuff i'm focusing on the paranormal stuff now because this is what i do but i'm gonna bring in bigfoot people i'm probably gonna have some bigfoot people some ufo people i'm just reaching out to a whole lot of different people and different different categories of supernatural paranormal ufo cryptids all that kind of stuff so maybe i'm trying to get somebody from the skinwalker ranch to come on i'm trying reaching out there hopefully i can get somebody on it's it's a little difficult but uh i'm trying so stay tuned with me folks keep keep listening and uh just want to grow this podcast so people can understand that this phenomenon is real and i'm gonna keep on doing what i do so thank you for joining me and i'm gonna play a clip from my boys get them wet i'm definitely looking out for these guys these guys are really cool like i said i've known this boy since he was a little kid a young kid pampers i should say and uh his band's called get them wet they're just trying to make it folks so uh Go, go to iTunes, go to Spotify. They're out there. Their band's called Get Em Wet. This clip is called Summertime Vibin'. Check it out, man. You guys are going to like this. Sing it, dog. Sing it. Summertime and the heat keeps vibing. Can't stop, gotta keep on riding. Pretty girl sitting by my side. Got my money, but I got no time. Yeah, the sheriff is hot on the tail. He don't like it when you busting out of jail. Hey, man, I could make bail, but my man got the plane, the plane, the don't fail. If we can make it to a place down south, lay low till the heat cools down. Drink around till the sun comes around. Spend the money till it all runs out. Summertime vibing. Summertime vibing, baby. Summertime vibing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta keep on riding. Look to the west. What do we see? This is heat playing tricks on me. Or is it really meant to be? Our ladies come to set us free. Shoot, I cut them down from the noose. Out of town, our laws on the loose. Headed down on 95. Just like modern day Bonnie and Clyde. If we can make it to a place down south, lay low till the heat cools down. Drink a rum till the sun comes around. Spend the money till it all runs out.
All right, man, that was Get em Wet, Summertime Vibing, and I am Summertime Vibing, man, because June's almost here. Memorial Day is almost here. Folks, have a good rest of your week. Tune into Paranormal Journal next time. See you guys later.